This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. explain to me and teach me, you know, and give me understanding about how he intended for it to all work. This one who thought up pleasure, this one who actually conceptualized the sexual relationship and sexual pleasure and all of that. And, and he's, he's willing to explain it to me and, and then lead me in it. He's willing to take that kind of active role in my life. I'd be an idiot not to let him do that. Have you ever felt as though God is communicating with you? How might you know whether God has been pursuing a relationship with you? Today, Pastor Robert continues to teach from the book of Acts. Listen as he shares how God reaches each of us and how he reached Pastor Robert personally. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. change anything. I didn't understand I had to. I didn't understand it was about a relationship with the Lord. I didn't understand that He wanted to actually teach me and lead me and that He is a living God and that I I was giving the opportunity by a living Savior to be made alive. I didn't understand that. So I I didn't know I needed to turn. And and even later, as I began to wrestle with it and began to understand that God actually wanted to make a change in me and in my life, I wasn't sure I wanted that. It costs you something to follow Jesus. It's worth it. It's worth far more than it'll ever cost you. But see, I I grappled later with the understanding as I read the Bible for myself and began just, because I was searching for some answers, I was going through some stuff, and as I started searching at the age of 19 or 20, I think 20, I came to grips with the realization that you can either follow Jesus Christ or you can indulge your your appetites. But you can't do both. And at the age of 20, I was already married and divorced. And the idea of being abstinent, sexually pure, until I married again, which I didn't know if I ever wanted to do that again. I remember saying, I don't know. I don't know. And so I set this aside. I made the decision, you understand? I made the conscious decision not to turn from self-gratification, you know, just doing whatever I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it, going out drinking, partying, you know, and that was what my life was about. 
at the age of 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, just being real. And that's all I had to live for or to, you understand? Just personal pleasures and gratification. And I decided that was more important to me than answers and following Jesus at that point. I did not repent until I came to the conclusion at the age of 24 that if he's God and he's willing to explain to me and teach me, you know, and give me understanding about how he intended for it to all work, this one who thought up pleasure, this one who actually conceptualized the sexual relationship and sexual pleasure and all of that, and, and he's, he's willing to explain it to me and, and then lead me in it. He's willing to take that kind of active role in my life. I'd be an idiot not to let him do that. And so at that point, I made the decision. It wasn't a very religious one. You understand, I didn't, at that point, I didn't walk down the aisle. I didn't do any of that stuff. I didn't get baptized over again at that point. I, I, didn't, I didn't do any of that. I simply said to him, okay, you got a deal. Literally, those were my words. All right, tomorrow morning, if I wake up not hungover, because I was drunk at the time, if I haven't already completely, you know, like gone haywire and messed everything up, you know, before I even remember that, that, that I had a conversation with God, if, then we got a deal. And that was my commitment to Christ. He's so gracious. Do you understand? He's so generous. He's so gracious. The next morning I woke up, the first thing on my mind was that the living God invited me to be taught by Him last night. Now when I, hit, when I got sober, that scared me. It should be a frightening thing. Do you understand? But it was real. And I realized, man, and see, it wasn't, I want you to understand what I'm saying here. It wasn't a turning from sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It, it wasn't a turning from the self-indulgence. It was a turning to the living God. You mean you're willing to teach me everything? Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to you about this before. Do you realize he tells us everything we need to know about life and godliness? The mysteries of the cosmos are actually in this book. It's all in here. It's all in here. And he's willing to talk to you about it. He's willing to teach you about it. You see, when I first became a Christian, you know, I just kind of told you how it happened. Well, I realized, oh man, I want to know who he is. This one who's willing to teach me and lead me and guide me and instruct me and correct me. And, and he's been so patient with me. I want to know him. And so I dug out my Bible and dusted it off. And I started reading it. I didn't understand it. But see, I knew I could ask him. Because he'd already told me, I want to teach you. Not in an audible voice, just so you know. Some of you are maybe questioning. It wasn't like that. It was just, it was all, you know, he's the one who gave us a mind and, and senses and so forth, and he just uses those senses. And these, it was just him speaking into my thoughts. And I realized, 
He is willing to give me understanding. He's willing to answer my questions. He's willing to teach me. And I just need to read the book. And I started reading the book. And things would just kind of stand out on the page. And questions that I had would be answered as I read the Scriptures. And I got so excited about knowing God. I started, I'd come home at night from work, get home around 10 o'clock. From, and I was a retail manager. I'd, I'd get home around 10 o'clock and, and I'd, I'd crack open a box of wheat thins or saltine crackers or Ritz crackers. I was like 50 pounds lighter back then, but I was working on it. You understand? So I'd get the cheese out. I'd cut myself a big hunk of cheese and some, some green olives and some spicy mustard and my crackers. And I'd sit in the middle of my living room floor with my Bible and just read it and ask him about it. God, I don't understand this. What is this talking? What is this? God, why did that happen? Why did this happen? I didn't understand. I didn't hear an audible voice. You know, well, Robert, let me explain that to you. It wasn't like that. But I would find the answer somewhere else. Or as I read it three, four, five, six times, it would just, oh, now I see. And over time, I realized he is teaching me. He is answering my questions. And through you know, my prayer time, he would bring up questions that then when I read the Bible that night, I'd find the answer to. And I began to see fairly quickly that the living God is communicating with me about life. He's talking to me. You understand? He wants to be that involved in your life. He wants to teach you. He wants to instruct you. He wants to guide you. The only way that's going to happen, though, is for you to turn from the focus on yourself and fulfilling your own desires and your own ambitions and your own own goals and that kind of thing. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have desires, ambitions, and goals. I'm saying it shouldn't be the primary focus, the driving focus of your life. He should be. See, if He is the focus of your existence, He will give you the goals, ambitions, and desires that He wants you to have. That's what the Bible says. And you know what? Listen to me. His ambitions and goals for your life will be bigger than yours. I'm not going to get off on that tangent, but as we've looked at the life of David over the last several weeks, we've looked at that. David's biggest ambition, he thought God had told him to be king of Israel, and, and if, if once he finally was king in Israel, that was just going to be, you know, Wow! And then when he was finally on the throne, and he realized that God had an even bigger plan than that. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of Acts. This book is Grand Central Station for how the church should function today. In it, we see the fledgling first century church learn what it means to walk in the new covenant that Jesus provided. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. We'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation to help support the ongoing expansion of Main Thing Radio. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues through the Book of Acts, right here on Main Thing Radio.